From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. I've been needing this beer for a while. Hopefully it'll make my throat feel a little bit better because my allergies are fucking horrible right now. But don't forget Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brew, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Thursday for bingo and Tuesdays for singos. Um... We fucking love their beer, and we know you will, too. Uh, how you doing this week, bud? Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, uh, you know, for those watching video or whatever, you know, I got a different background set up now, um, and I'm going to have to work on my lighting. So I don't like my lighting already. I feel like half of a villain where I've got <laughs> darkness right here. You know, like I feel like we're in a, a Coen Brothers film um, instead of being on the most ridiculous podcast on earth, but I'm, you know, I'm doing great. I, as you remember from last Tuesday, when you checked in on me, uh, I had just gotten my Xbox. And so after we got done recording, I was going to play, uh, you know, some, some Hogwarts legacy. Well, that's pretty much all I've done since then. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, pretty good. Last of us, uh, season finale was great. You know, um, uh, yeah, man, I'm just uh, just stoked for March Madness, obviously, uh, coming out on recording day. We're going to talk a little bit of that. So jazzed up, man. Uh, how about yourself, bro? Oh, dude, just been just been sick as hell about, uh, I would say, Thursday night. <laughs> I started feeling you know a little bit rough, you know, like when you can tell that you're about to get sick, like yeah. you got a little bit of an itch in the back of your throat, your lymph nodes are a little bit swollen. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I don't know any of those big words allergies. or anything. I don't know any of the big words yeah. that you're saying, but but uh, but you know, Brandon feel yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brandon so, feel yeah, bad. I'm, I'm kind of on the yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm on the upturn, but man, the last couple of days of and it's like it's allergies, so it's not it's not like you know I'm not I don't have a fever, I don't have the flu, I don't have COVID, but. It just sucks, man. Like you, like you take for granted when you can breathe properly. Oh, and you like, always, yeah. you always say, "Oh my gosh, dude!" Just like if I could breathe ever again, I'll never take it for granted. Yeah. And then in like a day and a half, you're like, "Oh, I, you know, I, I this is terrible." You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I, I feel you on those allergies. Mine haven't really, you know, I've had, a, I've had a few flare ups here and there. Uh, but mine haven't hit too hard yet. So I'm, uh, you know, I am not envious, uh, of you. So, yeah, but all right. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch where you can find us gaming. Uh, let's do a quick fit check before we move in. Uh, because I'm feeling like a bag of shit. Uh, just, I'm still wearing, uh, you know, a sleeveless t-shirt that I, I literally rolled out of bed to, to do this and I just threw on a hat. What do you got? Yeah, man. Uh, NCAA tournament coming up. I was looking for my, uh, I wore my SEC hat, you know, because, hey, go, you know, go SEC. But I wanted to clarify that it's 
go SEC and I wanted to wear my beat Bama shirt, but I cannot locate it. It's probably dirty or in the laundry. So, you know, I just went with the standard Auburn. I, you know, it's always nice to represent a team that's going to go out first round to Iowa. So, I mean, you know, I'm yeah. always, always <laughs> jazz to, to represent the squad that way. Um, so yeah, just, uh, just keeping it NCAA March madness related, man. Nice. Let's move into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Not a lot of news this week, uh, but two big things. Uh, Andre Svechnikov from the uh, from Carolina is undergoing season-ending knee surgery. That's a big loss for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, luckily, they've made a couple moves, you know. So hopefully, it's not the end all of of any type of type of hopes. But uh, you know, you always hate to see it. You want to see a team go in full strength and win or lose by their own merit. So you know, you hate to see that for the uh, for the Hurricanes leading their you know division right now. Yeah, I mean Carolina sitting there, number two in the power rankings. Um, obviously behind a team that we're about to talk about, uh, the, the Bruins. Uh, but this is a team that, you know, is dangerous. and can make a run and hopefully that their, their, their depth, uh, really shows up because that's a, you know, Svech is the kind of guy you want in the playoffs. He's a, yeah. he's a, uh, clutch performer. Um, but speaking of the Bruins, the Bruins have clinched the first playoff berth, um, of the season. They have a points percentage of 81 0.75% just absolutely insane. Um I don't have the exact uh how many points they have but I, 105. Mean, I mean what are they at like a one, 105 one, yeah. 105. I mean they yeah. <clears throat> An 808 win percentage. Um you like you just said a 81% point percentage. Um it's just in, insane. I I didn't realize that it took a whole 65 games for them. I mean they they've been that good this year. <laughs> Um, that, uh, that it, that is amazing. I wonder how is, how do we, I mean, this may not be something that, that we have available uh, as we don't have ESPN stats and info working for us, you know, uh, though we need <laughs> to get some interns by, we keep talking about the interns, but just to, yeah. just to look this stuff up, I wonder how, how, how the earliest someone has clinched in the NH, NHL. I mean, we have to be getting pretty close to that at 65 games. Um, yeah, man. Uh, and, and Bobby, to answer your earlier question, Reddit is down. And so that is why also we don't have a few more. I always try to throw in a few hockey tidbits in there. Uh, so that's why we do not have, uh, additional, you know, news or, or something that's kind of outside the 1995, 1996 Detroit Red Wings are the fastest team to qualify for playoffs doing so in just 59 games. Um, the Detroit team finished the regular season with 62, 13 and seven record for 131 points. It did. However, it did not, however, win a Stanley cup that year. Okay. Okay. So 65 games that, that were six games, you know, slower, uh, to get there. Yeah. And the 98-99 Dallas Stars did it in 63 games. Okay, so we're, you know, so number three right here. I mean, I would have to say that it was probably easier to do that in the 90s than what the Bruins are having to face now doing it. Uh, 
Yeah. I would also venture to guess that neither of those teams had a first time new head coach, um, yeah. you know, coaching them to that. So yeah, very, very impressive what, what they're doing right now. Uh, a team that it, it looks like it's, you know, it doesn't look like they're going to get beat by anybody. I mean, they got 50 wins right now, not including any of their overtime, um, you know, losses for points. That's, I mean, they would have a hundred points on just wins alone, which is uh, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> let's move to, uh, outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets move closer and closer to a finalized deal. Um, however, he did threaten to not come to the Jets if the trade was leaked, um, showing once again that this drama queen is thinking more about stuff non-football related. I mean, it makes no sense. You, He knows that he, he's using this as a negotiating technique. He knows it's going to get leaked. That's uh, especially that, it is the NFL. Not not only just the NFL, but the New York Jet. I mean, come on. I was thinking you were going to say that he wasn't going to come there if they weren't going to let him wear the Joe Namath fur coat on the sidelines or something. Like (laughs) the kind of diva-ness that he has shown. I am surprised he has not come out and said he is switching his position to wide receiver. That's how much of a diva he has been over the past couple of years. It's like just my dude, you have not won a Super Bowl in 13 years. Right. Get it together. Focus on winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, and I mean that's like, right. I mean you say 13 years, and you won one. Okay, and yeah. so every year that we have to deal with more of your nonsense and your garbage is every year further from us. I mean, you know, I think there was a time there, 2012 to 2015, that it was. Is he going to be the next, you know, uh, Tom Brady or Peyton Man? And, you know, that was that possibility there, but he just never. Yeah. Well, it's come out also that he no longer has the power in this in negotiation because the Jets mm-hmm. have also started looking into Lamar Jackson. And you know what? If I'm the Jets, I think I'd rather have Lamar Jackson than Aaron Rodgers. I'll, I'll tell Aaron you Rogers this. It's more drama than Lamar Jackson. Buddy, I'll tell you this 100%. I'd much rather deal with Lamar Jackson's agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I'm making deal, if I'm if I'm swinging deals, I would like to talk to Lamar Jack. Can I speak to your agent Lamar Jackson? He's like, "Hold on, let me get him." <laughs> uh, I mean, you've seen Silicon Valley, right? Uh not Have all you- of it. Okay. Well, uh the uh, the guy from the office, Gabe, I always forget his name. The, tall, the big, the tall, tall lanky guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. funny. When he, he creates a fictional supervisor for himself, when he can't yeah. get, like, deals or whatever, and he names him Ed Chambers, and he's, like, a total dude. I can just imagine, like, Lamar Jackson's <laughs> agent being, like, you know, him, but somebody, he calls him something different. Yeah, Jamar Laxon. Yeah, it's like, this is Ari Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Lamar, keep you on the phone for too long? Ah, fucking idiot. (laughs) Eat that guy's lunch every day. (laughs) Yeah, so, 
But um, on, I mean, honestly, uh, if we're talking about fit, you know, for fit fitting for the, you know, what the team needs, I think, I mean, you got to go Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. getting Lamar yeah. Jackson. It's building a team around Lamar Jackson and not to say that's not possible. And the jets have some good pieces that could maybe do that. But do you have the coordinators to do it? Are they prepared to do it? Because yeah. there's nothing that'll make somebody fail more than the anti-Bill Belichick approach. You know, I'm sure that there's uh, plenty of folks that that are, but not playing to your personnel. But this is the style of football I play, and we're going to play that. You're never going to make Lamar Jackson a pocket passer. And if you do, you're ruining what is yeah. about him. And so I think it's easier for an offense to adapt to somebody like Aaron Rodgers, though it may, you know, he may have a complicated playbook, but it's a skill set that all of these guys have utilized before in previous offenses, more than likely. So, yeah, um, you know, could go either way for sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Alan Lazard signs of the Jets. I mean, this kind of goes into the last thing we said where he, Rodgers, has given the Jets a list of, you know, Packers, former Packers free agents to to get in there. Randall I mean, Cobb will probably Aaron get Rogers, signed if, any if, day. <laughs> if we see Randall yeah, Cobb signed, think, we confirm Rodgers to the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Devontae Adams even mentioned that he might want to play with Rodgers again. I mean, it, I mean, that's that's a dangerous team. That would be a dangerous Jets team that mm-hmm. will make it to the second round of the playoffs and then get eliminated. A team that a team that was right there on the cusp last year had some really good play with lower than average quarterback talent. A quarterback really could have put them over the edge. And as you know, diva esque as Aaron Rodgers has been, he is a major upgrade at the quarterback position for them with the weapons they have there. Yeah, Alan Lazard going there is a is a favorite of of Rodgers. Uh, so you know that may may almost confirm it right there. Uh, because that's a team with a, a crop of receivers. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller, the Walrus, traded to the Giants for the 2023 third round pick. I don't understand this what do you, one. Uh, what do you this think happened that? today. Yeah, I, I don't understand this one. If I'm the Raiders, I mean, they were like $37 million under the cap last year. It's not like this is a cap issue. Um, you know, you almost wonder if this is a behind the scenes, Darren Waller wanted to be traded and he's not going to publicly yeah. request it. I think it's a great move for the, for the giants. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what Darren Waller can do with, Aaron, uh, with Daniel Jones, a guy who has, if my memory serves me, you know, utilize those, that tight end position when, when possible. Um, yeah. so, um, Great move for the Giants. Not so sure about the move for the Raiders. Uh, you think yeah, that I that mean, would want to be a guy to keep around? <laughs> I mean, he Waller has been plagued by injuries. He just signed a fifty-one million dollar contract. I can't in September. I can't help but think this is just the Raiders freeing up some space to go make some other moves. And yeah, maybe, maybe but they got a unfavorable. Uh, you know, maybe they're trying to free up some room because they want to re- they're going to try and uh, re-sign Adams. I-, I mean, I just don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, but thirty-seven million under the cap is a is a, that's a large number. I mean, you ain't paying. I mean, you yeah. could pay seven, eight players a year on, on with that. So, um, it, I mean, it makes me think that there's maybe some more behind the scenes type of stuff 
maybe there was a, a Derek Carr push to get Waller signed to this contract, and it was something that the front office wasn't really interested in doing, but to make their quarterback happy. Um, definitely an interesting move. You always like to see these shakeups uh, with teams and and what they can do for for other people, especially for us. For you know, as fantasy football fanatics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore, uh, to the bears, number one overall pick to the Panthers. This was a blockbuster trade. Yes. Um, and I, that's not the full trade, I mean, but this I, is just, um, but that was like, oh, the there was, main... yeah, I, I saw, yeah, I saw it when it released. There was a lot to this. I mean, the, uh, the Panthers gave up a lot for that number one overall pick. They, uh, they, they did not blow this pick. Uh, they absolutely did. It was like DJ Moore, uh, a second, uh, I think it was a third as well i want to say yeah this was like a uh, fantasy football style trade honestly yeah it really it really was um and it's one of those things the bears got i mean i the bears won for sure i mean they didn't need a quarterback they're not going to take bryce young yeah there. uh again this isn't yeah. a dynasty fantasy football league where it's like all right let's take Bijan robinson um which is a clear number yeah. one overall that's we got different you know, mindsets. They're fielding eleven. We're fielding, you know, just the yeah. uh, just the the skill players. Yeah. I think that it was it's a risk by the Panthers, but it, you know, in today's NFL, it's a risk guys got to take. I got to risk it to go and get. I mean, it's Bryce Young, right? It's yeah. not C.J. Stroud in my mind. Uh, I don't think you risk all of that for the potential that C.J. Stroud gives you. You know, and just in my mind, that's just the way I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're thinking big and the new style of the NFL. Bryce Young is the guy. Um, it's a guy, you know, it's a team in the Panthers that that had a lot of success with Cam Newton. Um, still some good pieces, uh, you know, there on that offense. A lot of draft capital, you know, trading McCaffrey and um, DJ Moore. Uh you know, gave it up for that number one pick. It's, it's one of those things that in two years we'll say, wow, the Panthers are stupid idiots or wow. What a, what a trade, what a bold move. And it's what you got to do to succeed in this league. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, 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 and I mean, mean, to be fair, this, this could be a game changer for both teams. This is one of those rare. Yeah. They gave up a lot. But you get a superstar quarterback, giving up a lot for a superstar quarterback is worth it. And what is the biggest complaint of the Bears this past season, who had a dynamic Justin Fields, is we have who does Justin Fields pass the the football to? Uh, you can't use that number one pick to draft a receiver. But in my mind, you do the next best thing and go get a veteran guy with six years under his belt bad quarterback play almost every year that he's been there and has been successful. So, uh, yeah, you know, I yeah, told I you, Hey, I threw you, a, threw you a trade offer in, in dynasty for DJ Moore, And maybe I should have been talking him down. I think this is a bad <laughs> move for the bear. He's going to be terrible there. Never catch a ball. Every, you know, he's never caught a ball in soldier field. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, but in, in all seriousness, I think that that is a great move for both parties. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, our main topic today, we're doing a quick preview of the March Madness uh, bracket. Uh, this is a great time for betters and for sports fans. I'm setting up my uh, my two pay brackets uh, tonight and tomorrow. 
Um, tonight of recording, we've got our first four uh, play-in rounds. So, but quickly, those are Texas A&M, uh, something something versus Southeast Missouri, Texas Southern versus FDU, Arizona State versus Nevada, and Mississippi State versus Pitt. Um, but let's kind of go through this real quick. We're not going to do a super in-depth, but I do want to say real quick. Out to you? Uh, this is not Texas A&M, the Aggies. This is TAMU yeah. something else. Okay, I That's was making I sure. Texas A&M something something. I wasn't sure something, what the CC okay, stood okay. for. I, I assume cor- Texas A&M at Corpus Christi, maybe, I'm guessing? That is That sounds super correct. Um, I'm going to look that up while you maybe preview <laughs> one or two. Um, so, obviously, our God, number God, one overall. You're, we- you're a genius, dude. Look. You're just yeah, <laughs> Texas A&M University, uh, <laughs> Corpus Christi. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've got Alabama, Houston, Purdue, Kansas um, as our one seeds. Uh, what do you think about those one seeds? Of those one seeds, who do you think has the best shot? Houston. Uh, Houston is, I mean, in my not in my pay brackets, but just a random bracket that Sleeper sent out for the bracket mania. Um I have Houston winning it. I have Houston playing Purdue. I don't know how much about that, but Houston's a good basketball team. I hate to say this as I hope uh, we get a 16 seed, another 16 seed win, but Alabama is, uh, is dangerous as well. Brandon Miller is, yeah. is solid. Um, and just bringing up Alabama, did you see the pictures of those two yahoos that yes. went to the SEC tournament? What a yep. absolute joke. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about making that joke of the week, but yeah, make I don't want to give any more time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. what a joke. Well, yeah, we'll discuss it later. But Alabama's yeah. a dangerous team, too. I, I really think that just looking at this crop of one seeds, I think they got it right. Uh, maybe you could argue somebody else over Kansas. I think they got it right, you know, so. Um. Yeah. Any yeah. matchups so, in particular? So eventual matchups. I am excited to eventually, hopefully, see. And obviously, these could all change. Sure. Um. But I'm hoping to eventually see UCLA Gonzaga. I okay. think I'm going to have Gonzaga win it at all. Okay. okay. Um. <clears throat> but I think that Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga. Uh, Kansas will match up to leave the West, and I think Gonzaga wins. Um. I like. Hmm. I think Baylor or Arizona wins the South. Really? Um, okay. And I d- haven't decided. I, I think I'm going to go with Arizona off out of that one. Um, my heart wants me to go Memphis out of the East, but I think that I think that they have a tough road with Purdue sitting right above them. Uh, yeah. So I think that you know Memphis keep. I think if if Memphis could upset Purdue, that'd be great. But you know, you know, horseshoes and <clears throat> grenades. So I think Purdue. I think Purdue leaves the East. Um, and then I think, uh, I think that Duke Purdue game would be really good. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because, and and I don't know how I'm going to do my, my pay brackets, but, um, the East is where I have two of my bigger upsets. I have, uh, Tennessee going down to the raging Cajuns, the 13 seed. That's, that's, that's a matchup I was looking at. Uh, I have. Oral Roberts beating Duke as well. Ooh, okay, um, I am that, not. Yeah, I can see that. That is, and so, um, yeah, Oral Roberts is my team that I think that is got a good shot here. You know, um, yeah. 
love so I love that matchup. Love what's happening in the East. Uh, Vermont always a team that kind of puts it on uh, in the tournament and uh, playing Marquette. You know that's that's something. Uh, Ten seeds. Uh, you know that's been a traditional you know spot that potentially can be upset. I think USC's going. I, I think that we're going to have a crazy like Eastern bracket. Uh, I'm I'm just, there's so many you know, possibilities and options of, you know, matchups that you want to see. But is there any, besides those two I just named, which you, 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 you concurred, is there any big upsets you're, you're calling at the, at this point? Um, You know, not a 10, seven, because that's not a super upset. I like the, I like the Penn state 10 seed as well, though. I I think I I'll have them uh, moving, moving on, maybe even past Texas. Uh, yeah, um, I think Colgate could put a fight up against Texas. That's um, a team that we've been watching. And like the VC- yeah, and I like VCU and St. Mary's. That's going to be a close watch. I don't know if they have what it takes. Um, yeah, I mean VCU's a team we've seen in the Elite Eight. You know, I mean, so I, that's a that's a program that I think has uh, that. Yeah, that that's potential. a blue blood. Um, and so yeah, and I like, I th- maybe I like I Providence well. over Kentucky. Okay, Providence, Providence over Kentucky. Kentucky. Uh, I, you know, I'm not as big on on that um, as a potential. Yeah. But I mean, my you problem know, is I don't like picking happen. too many upsets in one in one like one division. So like, I, I already think there's going to be so many upsets in the East. I don't want to pick Providence over Kentucky because then that's like what every every game's going to be an upset at that point. Like, yeah, and the odds oh, yeah. are not in my favor. For sure, right? Exactly. And I mean, you know, as soon as you don't, of course, all, all that's going to happen. Uh, I think Virginia's out. Not first round or anything, but earlier than than expected. Um, I I think that uh, you know maybe Sweet Sixteen. I don't see them moving past there. I do like Baylor though. Uh, that's a team I've I had in my first bracket as a Final Four team. Uh, Kansas State is a team <coughs> that I feel could have very easily been uh, one of our one of our two seeds uh, if some different things go, you know, their way. Um, so Kansas state's a team that, uh, you know, I'd be feeling dangerous about, uh, as well, but yeah, man, I mean, just the feel of it. And, uh, it's funny because we have all this discussion and then next week, uh, the sweet 16, well, we're not even, everybody we named, it's going to be other teams, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, Duke will be there, but, uh, uh, you know, some random team. Arizona State or Nevada has moved on two rounds, you know, from the playing yeah, game. Yeah. So that you know, so yeah, uh, yeah. you gotta love. Obviously, it. one of my brackets, yeah, one of my brackets, I'm gonna vote with my heart. I'm gonna have Maryland going pretty far. Go Terps. Um, but I mean, realistically, I don't see them getting past Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is middle of March, my man. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. Maryland beating Alabama is you know not even a crazy thing you know that's not a i mean it's crazy but it's not yeah. a crazy scenario and what we're gonna see yeah. you know it's it, yeah, it might still be a blue maryland, blood program it, they've done it before they've been it in the might dance. be maryland it might be maryland playing playing tamu Tor- corpus christi Auburn. baby you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah well it ain't gonna be auburn i yeah, i've but- watched this play basketball <laughs> there's you know if we're off shooting against iowa there's a real chance we could drop 40 points dude in that you know so uh i'm not uh they're a very defensive team so i 
you know, I love to vote with my heart and I'd love to see them move on. I, I think Iowa probably going to put us out first round, you know? <coughs> yeah. Uh, let's move into games of the week. Ugh. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. It has been a rough, rough three weeks now. Uh, I, I, there was a little bit of solace last week, but um, yet again, I have gone 0-5. The first time I think any of us have ever gone 0-5 twice in a season. Yeah. Uh, and it, it that, that hurts. I went from having a decent lead at one point to I am far back now. Pretty. I mean, I'm, I'm in three a, games not far back. back, but I'm in a rough spot. Three games yeah, back. Yeah, but that, been... that, can, that can exponentially get that can get bad quick. Uh, right. For either of us, uh, because I've been known to uh, go, throw a one in four week or an oh and five week after a good week myself, Bob. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's 53 and 43, you 56, 38 and one me. So we're not we're not like worlds apart or anything. Uh, betting record. You are are didn't didn't move much <laughs> this past week. You are still <laughs> sitting at at ninety six thirty nine. You're still positive, baby. You're you got a you got a positive ROI, uh, so nothing to to worry about there. I went four and one this week when it came to games of the week, but I only went two and three when it came to betting because your boy was a puck a puck line you know fiend last <laughs> week. So, um, so you know worked out with the wins, didn't get the money, but I'm sitting at one hundred four twenty one, so a little under ten bucks uh, ahead. Um. Uh, you know, if you were running with us, you're making money as long as you're as long as you're betting yeah. at all, <laughs> you know, and you're betting on everything. So, uh, Bob, I think that I start us off here. It looks like I got the early draw on this one. I got the Penguins Rangers and what you know, I've been super on the Rangers. They're playing at home here. I'm going to stick with that. But I'm also I, I think that I've I've found my I was two and three on my bets. but. I didn't lose out on that much ground. Uh, e- even so, uh, so the couple of wins there, I think I'm going to, I'm going puck line for, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, Bob, I'm going to go puck line across the board, wherever I'm. Picking. I was literally about to tell you that too, that I'm going puck line. I'm that scared money. Don't make no money. I was going to puck line money. all these games. We're coming up. We're at 65 games. We got, you know, you know, 15 set about 17 games left couple weeks of yeah. picks left uh um yeah Great minds. I'm, I'm trying to either i'm trying to either be below the fold or i'm trying to have you know produced hella dollars for our folks at home yeah so, so uh, just yeah. know i'm that picking my team yeah. it's a puck line win um uh, so yeah good to hear that that's wild that you said that because i was literally stuff. about to enter i was about to, as soon as you were done talking i was gonna say i'm going puck line right out down the board We'll just I make it, it easier for the folks. You know what I'm saying? We'll just make yeah. it easier for the folks. So, um, yeah. so go ahead. You got your first game of the week. Yeah, here. starting off the week, I've got Boston heading up uh, out west to Winnipeg. I got Boston at Winnipeg, and I'm taking do Boston s- puck line. Do do the people say that when they're? I mean, technically, you're right, Bobby. You, I guess, are going west. <laughs> But if you're From going Boston. to Winnipeg, you're not going out west. <laughs> you're going. No, I didn't up say north. out west. I, I I said they're going. Well, going they're already west. up north too. But I think Boston and bo- Winnipeg might be the same no- northern, like... No, <laughs> no way. No way. 
figure that out. But no, but you know, I, I hear what you're saying. You're technically correct. But I don't think that there's any team that's not west of Boston is the problem, Bobby. Like, if they were going to Buffalo, aren't they going west? <laughs> like, <laughs> So anyway, you know, geography lesson aside, uh, that will move me into my next game. Really enjoyed this game. Uh, looking forward to it. I got yeah. the Canes. Okay, so Winnipeg is, Winnipeg is a little bit more... Uh, north it would be like them going to like maine or something from from boston to maine so it's a little bit north yeah. but yeah i mean it's certainly well, but it's, just, it's go- not even okay it's they're, not even they're going that out you midwest were wrong it's not even that you were wrong it's just phrasing it that way is not how people say it. <laughs> you don't go yeah. out wet your your west coast trip is to the californias that's the west well coast. hold on let, let me ask you this they are more western than st louis and so therefore they're west of the arch the gateway to the west so they are going out west that only counts for america so if you were in alaska <laughs> yes you've been gateway to the west so i would give it to you and i would even give it to yeah. you if you were in hawaii but look, man, I don't yeah. claim I don't claim Alberta. All right, <laughs> Alberta ain't the west. That's that's the Great yeah. White North. All right. <laughs> uh, so the Canes, the Canes are heading um, out west uh, to Toronto. <laughs> um, they're also going to head a little north, but I'm guessing that it's a little west as well. I could be wrong on that and be a complete idiot. Um, Ooh, it's actually really is, close. So they're they're in Raleigh, close. right? Yeah, I think so. Because Toronto is east of Charlotte, but probably west of Raleigh. All right. So, you know, just call us just call us the geography boys. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Canes, the obviously puck line. Um, I am going to use this as my opportunity to guarantee a minus one point five. So I'll go take the alt if they are not favored. That'll be my one yeah. opportunity for that. All right. Yeah. I'm going to send you a picture. I think Raleigh and Toronto may be literally on like the same lines of like longitude or latitude, whichever one that one is. So, uh, but I would imagine they're going to have to have to fly a little west to go north, you know, because of flight patterns and whatnot, Bobby, and the way that the earth, the, you know, the earth spins. That's just that's just standard science, man. Everybody knows Raleigh <laughs> is east of Toronto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty common. That's pretty common knowledge, Bob. So, I mean, if you want to be the guy that, you know, refutes common knowledge, <laughs> then you be that guy. Regardless of whether they're going west, straight north, east, wherever, they're going to win by two goals. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. All right. My second game, I've got St. Louis heading east uh, to Washington, uh, D.C. <laughs> We're pretty much sure uh, on that one. We're sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to Google Maps that one. <laughs> Unless they take the long way around, they're going east. <laughs> they're going They go west to go east. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long, oh, that's a long uh, 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got Washington puck line, obviously. Um, I, I like yeah, I that. Think Washington is, I think the Caps are just the better team. That and picking against St. Louis right now, where they are just throwing out um, everything but the kitchen sink. I like that pick, Bob. Uh, for my third game of the week, I have the Bruins playing the Wild. Uh, this is the 18th at 1 p.m., a nice matinee game on Saturday. Uh 
I was I came into this thinking wild, no problem. Um, and I think I'm gonna stick with that. Um, no, I'm going Bruins. I just can't. You just can't okay. mess with success. You can't try to get fancy when you're trying to make money. So, Bruins. Yeah. Um, third game. It's a noon puck drop. Are there Colorado going east into Detroit? Uh, <laughs> and north That's as well. Surprisingly, probably. I know many yeah. people. I know many people think that Colorado is like a very northern city, but they're just high up. They're um, just high. That's, but, I mean, so, yeah. if we were looking <laughs> yeah. at it flat, then yeah, it's north. It, you know. <laughs> Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got Colorado puck line over Detroit. Yeah, and honestly, um, I do like that. I um, Detroit's been been on. They've been p- playing some good hockey, so that's a nerve wracking thing. That's a team that uh, took down your sure thing last week and picking the Bruins. You know, uh, it's been, yeah, been pretty money for us. So, I mean, if you would have picked Detroit puck line. With minus one and a half, you would have won that uh, against uh, the Bruins. So that's a team that's pretty dangerous. Uh, Devils, Lightning, 6 p.m. I think actually you got a game before this, but it doesn't matter. Devils, Lightning, 6 p.m. on Sunday, the 19th. I'm going Lightning, Puck Line. Uh, Obviously, Puck Line, we're coating the board. But yeah, I I just think that uh, the Lightning play well at home and so the devil's been playing yeah. good but I, I think the lightning got it yeah um i've got columbus at vegas um and i think vegas takes this one uh pretty handedly and so obviously i got the puck line uh that's a 3 p.m puck job yeah yeah i think that uh you got a good one you i think the bigger thing is hoping that the the main line isn't minus two and a half uh, i mean i think they could hit that yeah. but i think you know you'd like that cushion of the one and a half um yeah because i mean two goals is still a lot in the nhl so i mean you know it could definitely happen yeah. um and then speaking of the red wings they're taking an l uh from the colorado uh, game but they are at home playing the panthers two days later 6 p.m. Monday, I'm going to go Red Wings. Uh, I think that, uh, again, I've been been saying playing well lately. Panthers have been mid at best all year, so I think it's an easy easy money. I think this is a 5-0 and week, both bets and hmm. game picks. Yep, I'm feeling it too. Uh, to end off, I've got Calgary at L.A., um, I'm not going to tell you which one. Well, I'm pretty sure LA is definitely more West. Um, I was the first <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I don't know which was what, but Calgary is definitely more East of LA. Um, but I've got LA winning this at home. Is it though? God damn it. Now you've got me doubting myself. <laughs> I know. I mean, if we're giving his, if we're giving lessons, uh, LA. it's not Vancouver. Vancouver's could, it would be questionable. That's, that's okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, see. images. Calgary's like pretty. Yeah. In, okay. Yes, it's a little uh, deeper in there. I was thinking you were exactly right. I was thinking Vancouver, Vancouver. which probably would be west, right? Oh yes, LA. Vancouver would be more west of of, of, LA. of LA. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's obvious. I think uh, Vancouver might be. I think Vancouver might be the westernmost team. Maybe San Jose, depending where San Jose's arena is. But San Jose right. and Vancouver would be tied for the most Western, but I think Vancouver might take it because I think their arena is like right on the water. 
but we're talking like maybe a couple miles apart. San Jose and Vancouver's arena. That is what we should we should for, forget north and south. We're just going to start classifying teams as their their geographic location, you know, and it, we'll draw yeah. a line. So some teams it'll be weird, like that's an east, you know, that's actually an eastern team, you know. So okay, yeah. okay, I'm good, I'm good with it. Uh, let's move into joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me? It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> All right. So we talked about it before. Cocaine Bear, a theatrical success. I can only assume. I have not looked up any stats, but I'm going to assume that it will sweep the Oscars. Um, well, Oscars just year. happened. Yeah, next year. I was going to say Oscars just happened because yeah. you know yeah. my boy Brendan Fraser won him an Oscar, dude. So uh, you know, yeah. I love that. Um, can I say something that might make me seem really that might make me seem stupid? Mm-hmm. It was not in like last week until I realized that that was a fat suit Brendan Fraser was wearing, wearing for that movie. I you thought he got that was you thought he got super fat. I thought he got, I thought he got you, super fat. You thought he Heath Ledger did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I thought you're he like, went super. I, you you saw a boy at the Oscars and you're like, good for him, <laughs> good for him. Yeah, I mean, well, because I know even, like people even, talked about his mental. health. Yeah, not even people his normal. Talking about his mental issues. health and stuff, and yeah. So I thought like he had just gained and I was I thought that's why he got the part. And I'm like, man, I feel bad for him, but like you getting work, bro. You 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 making that money. But yeah. then I'm like, oh, okay, he wearing a fat suit. So I mean he uh okay. I felt a little bit better. But I definitely yes. felt stupid when I saw he was wearing a fat suit. I was like, oh, okay. Well, the big thing he I mean, was but black. honestly, that says that how good the fuck how good the fucking makeup artists are because the fact that Dude, I it was didn't great. even tell he was wearing a fat suit. Yeah. It was um, you know, he was blacklisted a few years back for like reporting on some casting director, you know, you yeah. know grabbing on his Johnson or something. <coughs> and, and so, you know, on Reddit, there's the, this Brendan Fraser sub was always save Brendan, you know, because it was always book. And so to see him not only, you know, get back to work, Hey, hell yeah. For anybody that, that could do that. Uh, but to get back to work and win him an Oscar, <laughs> that's uh that's a solid a solid pull i mean i remember him in georgia the jungle the mummy i mean you know like some movies of our childhood type of deal to see him successful again and he's such a good guy is is awesome but back to cocaine bear i do not think that it was a, a theatrical success i think that the exact opposite happened um so go on with the, sh- I don't, you know, I, we, we, we did not have our normal source. What's up with cocaine shark. Yeah. Cocaine shark is coming to theaters in July following the wow. possible success of cocaine bear. Uh, I think we're going to see a great multiverse. Um, I hope eventually <laughs> Disney buys this, this franchise and we get to see cocaine bear and cocaine shark in the multiverse. I think that'd be great. Um, I mean, I can't wait for you know the other cocaine animals i can't wait for cocaine koala and meth raccoon okay so uh this is i think pretty early in domestically cocaine bear grossed over 11 million this weekend so i'm guessing that was opening weekend bringing its total oh this is okay bringing its total to 41.2 million uh internally internationally the much buzzed about 
film grossed $3.1 million, resulting in a total international of $10.7 million. Uh, the budget was between $30 to $35 million. So clearing a cool $15 mil is, you know, not uh, not bad, but that movie had a bunch of bigger actors in it and actresses. And so you wonder, um, was it truly successful for them? Uh, you know, because yeah. if they're getting, they're get, getting even, you know, total profit points, uh, the gross points, not the, you know, what comes out in the wash with how movies accounting does, um, you know, it may not have been success in that measure, but I mean, making money, it's always good. Right. So, uh, and it, it couldn't have been yeah. that much money to throw this villain, you know, could have been that hard to throw it together because you t- have a bad take and you're like, yeah. no, we'll just use that one. It'll be fine. Yeah. This is cocaine. I mean, they had a bear. decent, they had, they had some decent actors in there. Yeah. I mean, they had, um, Clay Davis and Margot Martindale, Ray I don't Liotta. Know, uh, you know, Ray Liotta. Yeah. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like they were scraping the bottom of the barrel and, you know, grabbing reality TV stars to, <laughs> to star in it. A decent size amount. I I still have not seen it, Bob. Um, I, I, I want to see. I haven't seen you. it yet. I want to see it. I'm gonna, you know, I still want to, um, but I have not yet. So maybe we can contribute to more success and, and like you said, yeah. get the multiverse of cocaine animals going. Personally, yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, Bob. I want to see cocaine cheetah. If we're being real, I think that that would Ooh. be sick, dude, to see a cheetah. I want to see a Hundi HGH cheetah. Oh yeah. We're just, we're just roiding them. I mean, honestly, that would yeah. be sick, nasty. Awesome dude. If we just saw like a yeah. roided up like, cheetah. Dude, just, yeah. Like we see like, yeah, we like with this one, drug dealers lost their cocaine. Maybe in that one, some baseball players lose their HGH and a cheetah finds it. That's yeah, that's it. Oh. Or, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not hating on the idea. And honestly, it seems like we can just write it and we can say the others in, in inspiration <laughs> yeah. and then maybe we can sell the script. I'm just, yeah. you know, but Bobby, we do not want points on the total profit. We got to get, we got to get points on the gross. That's the, that's the thing. That's how we make money and merchandise sales. We want, we want sales 10% of merchandise. Oh, honestly, if we get lifetime, we can go down to five. We can go down to 5%. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, I think I'd take 10% for like a 15-year period and then it bumped to two. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't know, man. If we if it's a commercial success and the multiverse yeah, – this is we're going to have to run this by uh, – maybe we can get Lamar Jackson's agent to negotiate yeah. our <laughs> deal for us. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, <coughs> you all have probably heard it. <clears throat> uh, my allergies, man, just fucking allergies. Just it just really snaps my stick because I know it's coming. It, I see it a mile away every year. This time of year, I get it. No matter. How many me- how much meds I take, no matter how much I prepare, 
It's just gonna hit you and it hits you like a freight train and I just cannot stand it. Sorry, I was just seeing your picture of Toronto to Raleigh and I would bet it's it's east. Raleigh yeah, I think east, it's a li- anyway. Yeah, but, I like that uh, smidge, yeah. I feel for you. Like I said, I haven't gotten my uh my bout. Mine usually comes early spring when, you know, it's warm. it's been warm for a minute and I'm getting a high pollen count. So, not looking forward to that. Feeling for you, buddy. Hope you get better. Uh, mostly not even because, you know, I want you to feel good. Mostly because I just want you to watch The Last of Us so I can, we can talk about it. So, uh, yeah. get that watch, buddy. Uh, you know, you know, forget your health. Uh, you know, worry about, you know, discussions with your, bo- with your boy. I, mine is a very minor you know, it's snapping my stick, but it's not something that, that makes me very upset. Uh, so I don't know if it even qualify, but just uh, the, the sad, sad nature that there's no Quidditch in Hogwarts legacy. Honestly, I absolutely got to say something for the DLC. Yeah. And on it, bro, I'm there. If, if that's a DLC, I can understand that. Um, uh, but I mean, honestly, dude, flying has been one of my favorite aspects of it. Just popping on your broom, flying around, you know, Hogwarts and oh man, I've just very much enjoyed yeah. it. And so uh, a Quidditch game uh, in which you get to be the student and and I could even understand if like they're, they have to wormhole you into not playing a seeker. You know what I'm saying? Like how that could be super difficult. Yeah. That could only be, but you can't tell me that that's FIFA, right? That's a, that's a game that's already made just uh, with some yeah. intricacies to it, but it's just throwing a ball through a hoop. You know, if you had to be a chaser or a keeper and leave the beaters and the, the seekers, that's just a computer generated things happen that things happen. Um, well, one of the things I read, there was two things. A, they wanted time. If they, they said that if they had done Quidditch, it would have added some time on the release that they, they didn't have um, because of the company. They had deadlines. B, the engine that they would have needed, like, and the, the coding they would have needed to use to build that would have, they would have, uh, they didn't have the rights from EA to use a lot of that, those codes for a sports kind of thing like that. So gotcha. they kind of have to create their own system. Have to for rewrite. That. And, uh, and, they, and they wanted it to look good. They didn't want to just like throw something in there. And it's I, like, I, they, 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 it's a triple A game. That is, that is why I threw this in there is like a, Hey, it's just a minor complaint. Uh, because uh, it was, what's his face from Nintendo. I always forget his name, but Nintendo guy said, a rushed game is always bad, but a delayed game can be good. You know, can be whatever that is yeah. like, Hey, just delay it. And so, and so they were ready for the other aspect. So don't delay that. I, you know, I can agree with that. Don't give me yeah. a bad product because then what, what's happening on the local podcast is, you know, Quidditch messed up Hogwarts legacy. You know, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it froze my game. So, so I'm much, I'm much more okay with them erring on the side of caution and not doing something wrong that would, and just giving me a DLC. Yeah. Your boy will pay. You yeah. tell me right now you can do like a Quidditch season, either in a professional type capacity or just at the school. 
your boy's in, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay 30 bucks for it right now. Yeah. You know, all right. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I hope we get DLC. So like the Triwizard tournament and all that kind of shit, dude, that would all, yeah, be there's a lot that need, you know, that's there. That's the cusp of it. You know, I don't know if you've been in down in the trophy room, but it has the, the, the covering of the Triwizard cup that's kept yeah, there. Or I've been up there. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and like just all, but honestly, just to go the opposite route of snapping my stick, it's just all of the little things like you're, I was going into glad rags one time for the first time, the wizard robe shop or whatever. And the, yeah. this kid and his mom are coming out and the kids like feet are dancing because they, she bought like cheap charmed dancing socks. And like the guy, the hmm. kid's like, everybody's looking at me, ma. And like, he's, she's like, no one's looking at you. And then like some other person's like, look at that guy. Look at that kid, dad, or whatever. Just the <laughs> little thing. I literally sat yeah. there and watched this whole thing that I can't even interact with. Nobody's even going to listen to me or whatever. Yeah. Lots of, lots of things that I thought, oh, maybe they should have done this. Maybe they should have done that. But very little complaints uh, yeah. to the point. And where, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, what are your thoughts on Professor Garlic? <laughs> oh, girl, oh, girl, yeah, I know, Woo. right? Woo. That, yeah. yeah, Professor, I, I got a mob. I got a mob that gave my dudes a beard. So like, my dude looks old enough now. So I Pref- don't see Professor me. Professor Garlic, I mean, to be fair, Professor Garlic looked like she got you know a little bit of youth in her as well. So I yeah. I think Professor Garlic she can get a little bit of youth hands in her. down. Ooh. She can get, yeah, she can get a fit. She can get a fifth year or two. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, uh, yeah, Professor Garlic, she right. You know, uh, love it. Love Professor Garlic. Not even, wouldn't even be a plant guy. I even lied. Yeah. I normally I try to answer the way that I you know would want my oh, claw yeah. to answer. Everyone it. else, I was being, I've I'm a slither and asshole. That kind of, I was like, yeah, I'm into plants. I was like, dude, plants? Like, oh my god! Like, probably gonna be a planto. They're you know, so cool. Whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. Super love it. Yeah, I love me some Bulbasaur. What kind of? I mean, <laughs> she's like, no, do what now? <laughs> you, oh, it's a uh, Pokemon. You would love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We will see you all again next week when all of our brackets are demolished. Um, until next time, keep being awesome. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Pucks Out Podcast. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.